0: Log Talk Radio.
1: To another episode of the Five Stones. Brother Seth, and I want to thank you for your time tonight. So blessed by the uh, support that we've gotten over the years uh, since 2011 on this little engine that could be called the Five Stone Network. Really want to thank y'all for your time tonight. Uh, tonight. I Really 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 want um, Y'all to pray with us People say that religiously all the time But you have to be careful talking about the church uh, Because uh, It is the most powerful institution On the earth It is the only thing that's going to Save the earth, really Even the father himself Waits on the church to do certain things Um, With our will The church is the people we have to pray that Christ comes before he can even come. We have to pray. We have to. The Father does nothing on the earth uh, without his name because he gave us the authority on the earth uh, as, as, as far as our will is concerned. Now, you remember what the scripture says, that uh, Christ, all power has been given unto him in heaven and earth. But the Bible says, yet we see not all things put unto him, folks. And so, yes, men, mankind, will, does hinder or promote the kingdom of Yah or the kingdom of God upon the earth. Man's will is major. So speaking of man's will, you're talking about the church. So anytime you're talking about the church, you have to be very careful that you don't speak so harshly of it that people tune it out, take it as a joke, and then you don't want to have no part of it, and then blood will be on your hands. So I take this show very serious tonight. What show, Brother Seth? This show tonight where we're talking about the topic, is it okay for the church to evangelize using worldly culture? One more time. Is it okay for the church to evangelize using the world's culture? So, folks listening, tonight, again, like I said, um, bear with me, because I'm just maybe been making one little correction here. All, night now.
0: all
1: right. So, tonight, I mean it when I say pray with us, and pray meaning Father, help This show to really reach Those that have given up on the church Those that uh, They're very cynical about the church And those people that have no Idea or no knowledge about the church That will be able to reach Humanity Uh, We mean the church That's the kind of prayer I'm talking about Of course you know how to pray I'm just making a short version of that That's what we're going to ask the Father For wisdom Uh, We're going to ask the Father agree with us He will give us wisdom tonight. Agree with us. He will give us wisdom tonight. I said agree with us. He will give us wisdom tonight. How to dissect this problem we perceive. Uh, What problem you're talking about, brother? Well, I'll read the show description in a minute, but you've heard pretty much the title. So, folks, tonight we're talking about, again, the most powerful institution on the earth, the church. The church. And we definitely love the church and like I said we think it's the most powerful institution on the earth it is what's going to be that save mankind the church those who are that love the church and so you may not agree with this pastor that pastor but if you believe in the most high Christ you're part of the church you can not you can you don't you can you can use don't have to use the term Christian or believer but you are a part of the church if you accept what's Messiah's account uh, of who the father is and what he had to message he had to bring. Folks this is serious. This is serious. I don't think you get you can get too much more serious in tonight's program. Okay? So how are you and yours? I mean that how are you and yours? Hopefully you're doing hopefully you're blessed and highly favored, folks. Um Because uh, that would mean that you are employing the things you've learned in the scriptures. And because the Father definitely promised us blessings for those of us that uh, are submitted to his will. So hopefully you are blessed and highly favored. It's not just a religious term. Uh, uh, Tonight we're going to have a guest guest. not really a guest He's been on before And that's Purcell Poche Minister Purcell Poche Some people know him by it. Out of the uh, state of Ohio Cincinnati, Ohio um, He is going to be sharing A conviction uh, That many of us share uh, Some concerns about this church This great institution That has raised us As babies Spiritually speaking That have brought us up to men That have shut up the world Yes, the church has shook up the world Even in its weak state It's still shaking up the world Folks, you got to understand People think corporations is powerful People think uh, uh, the New World Order is powerful But these are institutions led by people People have belief systems And belief systems oftentimes the spiritual based Either for evil or good And this is where the church is most powerful Okay, because of who's inside of us Do not underestimate the church Because of who it is that empowers us inside of us There's a lot of foolishness going on in these churches But there's a lot of serious people like myself and yourself That is seeking the Father and want to do right I'm not saying I'm perfect, folks I got errors of my life where I'm embarrassed to Talk about probably just like you are I, Everything is not on the altar as, as it should be in my life I'm just going to just tell you right now But I tell you one thing I'm not going to give up Trying to get it on the altar And you shouldn't either but Having said that Like I said the last two shows Folks when you learn something And it has changed your life And it's made a difference in your life You are required to talk about it And to share that testimony You don't have to have no church You don't have to be no minister you can, Whatever you do you're county, if you're a doctor, in between operations, when you're talking with your co-workers or your peers, you, you share the goodness of the Father. You don't have to be super spiritual or, you know, some are necessarily going off in tongues, but I don't knock tongues, I'm just saying, you don't have to be super spiritual, spooky, uh, 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 so to speak. You can just simply share what you know for sure that have transformed your life. You can do that, folks. You can do that, and you should do that, because the truth makes it make us free. And why would you sit on the truth when the Father's giving you something that has set you free? Um, I'm gonna uh, take a short little break. I guess guest is having a little trouble getting on, and um, and we'll be right back. I'll let we'll let this song finish playing, and I'm gonna get our guest on. Everybody, just hold tight. Everybody, will be
2: I'll be right back read it yourself. this is i is the living truth. and so spit in the fire cause I am only a lion, don't yeah. the songs of my grandpa, grandpa David, hey, I am I'm not the baby yeah. my music like my grandpa David. Yeah.
1: Okay, folks, when I'm back, uh, sorry about that little interruption. Uh, we just had a little difficulty, but I got our guests on. And uh, those you on the phone lines, remember if you uh, want to come on later, speaking of phone lines, I, I guess I should say, uh, those of you on the phone lines, if you have any questions or comments for our, our panel or our guests, please press the one in, uh, during the show, okay? And those of you in the chat room, as I say so often, every week, if you have questions, go ahead and type those questions, all right? Put a, if you don't mind, put question marks before and after your question. That way you'll kind of stand out and we'll know, hey, this person got a question, all right? So, folks, listen again. Tonight, we're dealing with the topic of is it okay for the church to evangelize using the world's culture, all right? And I went on to say uh, in, in our show description, I'll just read that quickly. It says, uh, Five New Stones is back we Thank God for that, we didn't wait since 2011 we are back I want to say, why are some ministers so angry over this topic While others think this is the only way to increase their churches and no success Five Smooth Stones stood down with Priscilla Pochet, a minister in Cincinnati Who simply cannot summon today's church evangelism Yet he has much love for the church and has solutions for its growth, he feels, more biblical. Many feel the church is still the most popular institution on the earth because it still has the most high working in those submitted to him, through those submitted, and around those submitted to him. Folks, many question this strategy of winning souls and think it's unwise causing setbacks while others Feel it's wisdom again. Many question this strategy, this world, we're talking about, of winning souls and think it's unwise, causing setbacks while others feel it's wisdom. It's okay to, uh, to lose, you know, to give to, to the world culture a little bit to win souls. Some people feel like it's very wise. So, I went on to lastly say, tune into humanity. Excuse me, tune, tune in all humanity for this crucial and yet peaceful dialogue with our panel and guest, uh, Minister Priscilla uh, Prashay. Okay, so that's what's happening tonight, folks. We're simply asking the question, is it okay for the church to evangelize using the world's culture? It's just that simple, can't get no simpler than that. And our uh, brother Purcell is on the line, ready to go. But before I go to him and our panel, I just want to remind everybody to follow the 5 Stone Network. We've been away for a while. I'm a little rusty, as you can hear. But nevertheless, we are back. And eventually, we're going to get the same uh, 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 smoking and all things like we, like we had it. But I want to remind everybody to follow our show. How do you do that? That link that I sent you. Uh, through text or email, through Facebook, through just however way I got, got it to you, on that page uh, look you'll see a button that says Follow. If you don't see it for some reason, click on the Five and Stone logo and it will take you to our main page, and click on the Follow button. It will ask you to uh, to create a. Don't ask you a whole lot of questions. You don't have to do a show, a put, put, put together a show, or anything. Uh, but go ahead and follow us via. Uh, Facebook or I think it also allow you to follow us uh, by uh, signing in with your email but do that also with the browser that you're on make us bookmark us on your browser bookmark us on your browser and you'll have a stationary uh, in your uh, bookmark <laughs> lastly text a friend everybody please right now if you can't stop text a friend the 5 stone is on 5C stones is back and they're on and send me that uh, our, uh, Phone number or the link that I sent you Text a friend and let them know we I'm serious because so this is going to be A very immediate conversation If you are a believer and you, uh, you're part of the church This message tonight is serious And I'm looking forward to it, To hear what uh, uh, Christelle has to say And even uh, The contributors uh, 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 Other contributors as well Folks so listen Before I bring on Christelle, I want to share Again, a little bit of what I was talking about earlier I love the church I said I love the church And I think it's the most powerful Influential uh, Thing on the earth Because, again We are the church Human, Human beings are the church not a building Get it out of your head It's human beings And the Father dwells in those human beings Some of them are obedient some of them are disobedient, some of them are knuckleheads, some of them are carnal. But nevertheless, they are that church. And there's certain things that the Father has promised them. And you better be very careful talking about the church because you could bring a curse upon yourself. Um, because the Bible tells us not to slander, uh, the Lord's you to not put our mouth on God's people. So, yeah, I think you can curse yourself. I'm not afraid to say that. I know we're under grace and all of this, but you cannot put your hands on the Lord's tomorrow, folks. It's just that simple. So tonight, tonight what we have, we're going to be talking about how the world, worldliness, the churches, a lot of these churches are using worldly tactics, worldly culture, worldly philosophy, even to win souls, to to, to, to increase the fellowship, the local fellowship, or the building. Um, so there's a lot of this. It's nothing more than uh, greed uh, A lot of it is, uh, is uh, It's what a lot, of, a lot of y'all are saying There's arguments on both sides On one side they're saying it's greed uh, 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 It's people trying to pad their pockets It's people, some of these pastors I, I've even heard of businessmen really They should be in business not in the pulpit And they're just doing all these, these strategies And, and church growth seminars Just to make money and uh, then on the other side, um, some 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 pastors and some leaders out there are saying, hey, we can't sit back and let culture dictate. We've got to dictate culture, and we've got to use uh, what the world, what the enemy is trying to do with the world. We've got to be clever and, you know, and watch the way we dress, watch how we do things, and, and make more a uh, convention, uh, convention for the world to come in, make it more easy for the world to find us more attractive. And then once we get in the building, we preach the gospel. Shall I, hear what I said? Again, a lot of ministers, leaders are saying through their church growth seminars, we've got to be wise. We go out there and we we ask what do they want to see? What do people want to see in a church? And we find out. We try to, actually, we try to um, tweak some things. We don't compromise on our belief system, but we try to do some things to make church more, for instance, we may change the way to time we worship. We may dress down. We may uh, place a style of music, a uh, knot. Uh, changing lyrics per se, but we may change the style. We may play a little bit more rap. Uh, We may um, have more culture. We may have more uh, just all types of things, folks. I'm going to let Purcell and others uh, hit that a little harder. But this is the two arguments, folks. And so, and this is just the beginning. Purcell also is going to go off into the kingdom of God uh, or, or, or how the church has changed is is delivering, uh, whereas Christ was preaching the kingdom. The church is preaching this uh, this a gospel. Another, they're doing something else by preaching the gospel of Christ, whereas Christ taught the kingdom. And so there's this big argument about kingdom. We should be sharing the kingdom. We should about be about the principles of the kingdom, versus uh, preaching the gospel of Christ. Uh, and I know people say well, the gospel of Christ was still so harmful about the gospel of Christ, but people are saying, on um, um, again, the other side, that that's not what Christ preached, the gospel of himself, but he preached about another kingdom, a government, if you will, headed by his father. So I'll let uh, Purcell, Porsche get more into it. I have my own uh, delivery and concerns and, and convictions as well. I may share that or not. Tonight is his night. I'm going to let him do his thing. He's been passionate about this for a long time. We've been talking about this kingdom for many years, though. But this argument is really old, to be honest with you. Um, uh, some people think this story with Miles Monroe and that's joke because a lot of people was talking about the kingdom before Miles was even born. Uh, it's, it's thousands and thousands of years old. But Miles Monroe is one of the... Uh, of uh, uh, persons to help bring it back to not to, to uh, our conscience to make to make it a uh, front uh, stage uh, front stage so to speak in the churches we kind of had got away from it and he just put it top on this list so I would say that I will say it's about miles and uh, some, there's some other ministers out there as well but anyway folks um just looking through my list before I bring post on I think I have covered everything again thank you for your support For supporting us. Uh, Those of you that can listen to the shows after we went off the air I think I talked about that the last two weeks Uh, Again, the purpose of the show is just to uh, Like I said yesterday We we expose evil not to uh, put down the church But to just, you know, it's what the scripture says In 2 Timothy 3.16 The scripture was good for correction uh, uh, For rebuke For instruction in righteousness Among other things We are to expose things that would choke up the church, that would stifle the church, that would impede the church, that would hinder the church. Because if we get to, if, we, if, if the argument is true that the church has become more worldly in its evangelism approach, that's dangerous, folks. And you talking about stifling the growth of, you, you're hindering the answer to our planet. This show, this show is major. Listen, everybody. This show right here is major, and I hope we can do it justice because it is a huge, huge problem. We cannot afford our young people to be turned off by the church so where they won't even give us a chance. Our old people losing hope uh, 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 because we, we're not able to get the word to them because, you know, we got, you know, we're doing the wrong thing. So we have got to be wise, both sides. Uh, it, it, I do think there is some changes that need to be made to the church, but how far do we go? All right. So what I'm going to do? I think I've hit everything. I think I hit everything, folks. And again, we are down to three shows. We are up to three shows rather. Uh, Saturdays, Sundays, and Mondays. Please tune in at 11 o'clock on Saturdays, 11 o'clock on Sundays, and then, uh, of course, on. Um, Mondays we go to um, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. So let me do this right quick. I like I like this little chant here I've been playing lately.
2: We're going to tear your kingdom down.
0: Love it. Love it. Love it.
2: Oh, God. oh, yes, you've been a big Your Oh, Lord,
0: yes. this, y'all. That's all
2: right. Kingdom, we're going to tell you. Kingdom God. Oh, thank you, Lord. The preacher. I'm going to preach. Your kingdom
1: down. You better watch Okay, folks, we well, now We'll go to back to the phone lines And uh, go to the phone lines and get our uh, Good friend all the way in the city of Cincinnati uh, Minister Purcell Porche uh, Your line is open Brother, welcome to the show uh, Say hello to the people
3: Thank you, Seth uh, Brother Seth, I appreciate you Um this is an exciting time um, to be a part of what I understand to be the kingdom of God. Uh, this is exciting time to share uh, God's word um, because we know that God's word is the power unto salvation, and we are excited about what God is doing Um I bring you greetings on tonight, I've told you, um, all the way from Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, we are um, Salt Life Ministries. We are Salt Life Kingdom Ministries, um, where our mission is to bring the saltiness back to the believer through oh. kingdom principles. Through kingdom principles And kingdom Authority Um, The first gift that God gave us As you well know Is the gift of Dominion That is the first gift that God Gave us, he gave us us the gift Of dominion And again we bring you greetings from uh, Salt Life Kingdom Ministries Where our mission Is to bring the saltiness Back the believer Um, Seth mentioned uh, about being able to impact our youth and part of what I recognize with um, the failure in that is the simple fact that we are presenting a weak gospel to the Mm. youth. We are presenting a very weak, watered down, compromised gospel to the youth. Not only to the youth, but to the people of God. Um, We as the people of God, as the believers in the Christ, we have lost our saltiness. We have lost our backbone. We have lost um, our fight. Uh, One of my favorite, favorite preachers who have gone on to be with the Lord, her name is Dr. Iona Locke. And Dr. Iona Locke used to always say,
4: damnable evil.
3: She used to say that we have allowed Um, fading, if you will, to weaken or destroy the tentacles of the faith. And we being so weak and feeble and carnal in our mindset as a believer have allowed um, this thing to happen. We've allowed the enemy to creep in to our churches, by way of these mealy mouth preachers who have um, come to uh, um, self-promote. They're doing a lot of self-promotion, and there is no, no conversation being had or there is no gospel being shared to the people of God what's happening is we have began to idolize uh, the man of God versus the king of glory.
0: Um, okay, now Purcell, it,
1: Purcell, yes, sir, you're getting into the meat, you're getting into the meat, and that is good, but I want you to, because uh, this is a new ministry, everybody's salt Life, you know, they're starting out, so they're not a mega ministry as of yet, so this is a very...
3: A brand new ministry
1: And I wanted to just uh, You could talk a little bit about that
3: Okay, absolutely Absolutely Um, Just to give you a little uh, As you can see I'm very passionate About this thing because um, What happened was God reminded me um, On a trip That my wife and I were on Um, First of all um, Let me go back And reintroduce myself I am uh, uh, a pastor from the master. I am a minister. Um, I am uh, an apostle. I am a pastor. I'm a teacher, most of all. Um, But I'm not um, uh, drawn to titles. Um, There is no power in a title.
1: Um, Now, hold on a second. I got to ask you.
3: I got to ask you because. You know people
1: are going to ask you, so I got to ask you this: How are you all Okay.
0: okay.
3: Well, I'm, a, I'm an apostle first and foremost, um, because an apostle is one who can touch each one of the fivefold ministries, um, and that is that is my gift. Um, I'm not a prophet, but I can flow in the prophetic. Um, I'm a pastor. Um, I am a teacher at heart. Um, That is the thrust of my gift, is teaching God's word. Um, I am an evangelist. Uh, I am all these things in one. And if you understand apostleship, you understand that the apostle is recognized as the thumb on the hand. And it is the thumb that can touch each finger on the hand, um, okay. and that is how. Okay, that is how I can uh, be all of those things and more.
1: All right. Well, let me say this: uh, that and that's good. I uh, appreciate you explaining that, and uh, let everybody know how to get a hold of you before, we, just in case you forget. And then I got to bring on my uh, another co-host that's going to be joining us that's in the house. Um, but I want to get you on, so let everybody know uh, how to get a hold of you, please. Just like this, just in case so you don't have to get sometimes I'll call up and need to these things.
3: Okay, I can be found uh, on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is Salt Life Ministries. Again, uh, Instagram is Salt Life Ministries. Uh, my email, if you choose to reach out um, to that venue. My email is millionairemagnates at gmail.com. Again, it's millionairemagnates at gmail.com. And I am uh, Pastor Ursel Porsche. Um, and my wife is Psalmist, the uh, praise and worship leader, um, Irene Baby Porsche. Um, we co-labor in the ministry. Um, Again, real quickly, uh, Salt Life Ministry was birthed on the highway. We were traveling, and it was a real, uh, long story short, there was a SUV that passed us up um, with a sticker in the window that said Salt Life. Um, I had never seen that, and immediately the, the Spirit of God spoke to my heart and let me know, because the scripture immediately dropped into my spirit. Uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse number 13, which reads, Ye are the salt of the earth, but it have lost his savour. Wherewith shall it be salted? It is henceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under the foot of men." Um, so it was then that Salt Life Ministries was birthed. Um and God began to show me some other things, but um that is where uh Salt Life Ministries came from. It hit me like a ton of bricks, guys. Um and ladies, uh hit me like a ton of bricks and I am passionate about this thing. And that is uh and in a nutshell. That's it in a nutshell. Um well, I appreciate you sharing that, brother. I appreciate that, and we're gonna hear we're
1: gonna, you're gonna you gonna you got the mic tonight, you and brother John, and uh, we may be joined by some others, uh, but right now, brother John is in the house, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna to go to him next. But folks, remember tonight, uh, I, I can't. Those of you just coming uh, into the house a little later, uh, earlier, I did say this. I can't. I, those of you that heard this earlier, please forgive me. Again, please forgive me. But this is. Church is nothing to play with, nothing to joke about, nothing to throw dark set, because the church is those that have received the Father and his Messiah's report of the Father. And the Bible talks yeah. about how his spirit indwells them. They're not a joke. They're not a Latin stock. They may do some dumb, ignorant, backward stuff. They may even be in the bed with the world, which this show is talking about just that. Uh, with regards to evangelizing, being carnal, a lot of us just got issues. We, the church, have issues. But we are the salt of the earth, like Purcell is saying, and we're not a joke. And this urge, if it's going to be savage, and it will be savage somewhat, it's going to come by those of us that call out there the church, because some of us is nothing to play with in terms of power, because a lot of us is submitted. A lot of us is not. But a lot of us is submitted to that Ruach HaKadosh or the Holy Spirit. And when you come up against these people, you are literally dealing pretty much with the Most High himself. Don't underestimate a believer, even a corner believer. They can switch on you in a second and be led by the Spirit and speak uh, uh, thus said the Father. And that doesn't mean that they get a pass on their foolishness. So tonight we're just simply pointing some things out that we think is a threat. It is a threat to the success of the church. It is a threat to that power that the church has. Tonight is nothing to play with. It's serious. I'm not just trying to do a blog. I can talk about other things. This is from Persever talking about a lot. Uh, he's very passionate about it, not just him. A lot of people are very upset. Like I said in the show's description, a lot of people are livid over this. They feel like church have lost all its power. They're always trying to be like the world, and they're tired of it. Some people have left the church, left, gone. Some people have gotten so far away they've backslid, or they went back into the world because they just so yeah. upset with what they see in the church. And then others are, on the other hand, just thriving. Churches going, going left and right. Going, Churches are going so fast and even funny. One church in particular that I, I, I would love to know y'all's comment on is social balance where my daughter goes. I mean, this church went from zero members to thousands in a year. Thousands. And you say, well, they did do nothing right. How do we know they ain't doing nothing right? My daughter loves it. So is Social Dallas doing it wrong? Just go ahead and Google Social Dallas. Those are on the phone lines right now. Google it. Young black couple, a black man actually married to a white lady, and they are serious when you listen to them. I I listen with a cynical ear thinking, oh, here we go, Social Dallas. You know, what kind of name is that for a church? But they probably is the fastest growing church in America. You can knock their ways all you want, know, but is everybody doing it wrong, that's going fast, and aren't we supposed to be fishes and men? Percellers on one side and then I'm gonna try to be Devil's Advocate on the other. I don't know what John wants to say on this, but folks, this is serious. This is very serious. Whether you go to church or not, whether you believe in the church or not, this is serious because the New World Order is not planned. They have their kingdom set up on this earth. And they're controlling the masses. The only thing they can stop them is the church. Brother John Clark, all the way in the country of Panama, uh, moderated, really for the five-minute stone But, again, tonight he's going to be uh, operating as a, um, a, a contributor, as a co-host. Welcome to the show, brother. How you doing? Say hello to the people.
4: What's good, brother Seth? Hello, everybody. Good to be back. Hello, hello. <clears throat> Excuse me. Good to be back through.
3: Say hello, Purcell. He's
1: on the line.
4: Hey, Purcell. Uh, the funny is that that's a familiar name. I know we've crossed paths on <laughs> five smooth stones. I forget exactly where he's at, what he stated previously. Uh, but I hope everything is well with you and your family.
3: Very well, thank you. Likewise, I appreciate that.
1: Well, Purcell, let's go ahead and start out. And, and like I said, you may be joined by more panelists, folks. The way we're doing it these days, I'm um, just allowing the panelists to come as they will. And we used to have them check in, like try to check in, you know, 48 hours. But I'm not putting it on them no more because you people have lives and things. So whoever shows up, shows up. Y'all know a lot of the voices. Uh, so we'll just see who shows up tonight. But Brother John is here. Uh, Brother Purcell is here. And then we got uh, again the chat line. It's open. The phone lines. Uh, thank those. Thank thank those of you um, that are participating tonight. Remember, if you're on the phone lines, you have a question. Press one. If you're in the chat room, go ahead and type your questions with question marks before and after. Again, folks, you listen listening to Father's and phone Network. I'm Brother Seth, and we got Priscilla Pochet in the city of Cincinnati. Uh, uh, Brother John, like I just said, is in the, the country of Panama. John, um, I guess everybody should know you by now. But go ahead, Purcell, and talk about what you just heard me talk about, the arguments on both sides. You cannot or can you argue with the success of, of churches like Social Balance that's got thousands, not 1,000, thousands in one year.
3: Never seen nothing like it. Um, that is That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, However, uh, I am not moved by numbers. Um, I know nothing of this ministry. Um, It is not my goal to uh, to bash anyone's church. Um, However, I am simply sounding the alarm against those who would scatter the sheep. Um, also, uh, one of my uh, thrusts is um, that the people of God be the people of God, um, that bear the name of Christ, who are called by his name. Um, it, is, it is my uh, desire to see the people of God move and operate as the people of God. Um, One of the things that uh, has made me sick to my stomach over the years, I've been at this thing for quite some time. Um, I would say April 26, 1992. Um, So I've been at this thing for quite some time. Um, And I've seen on numerous occasions, um, God's people being led astray um, many of which who um, are being led this way uh, out of their own ignorance um, I've always said one of the, my greatest pet peeves is for the people of God to show up to God's house and not have a Bible in their hand um, it just simply does not make sense to me because what happens is I'm taking the man of God's word for it, which I should be able to do. But because the Bible teaches us in Second Timothy 2 and 15, to study to show ourselves approved, rightly dividing the word of truth, uh, study to show ourselves approved, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. That lets me know that I have a responsibility this gospel or to this word of God, I need to check uh, the word against the word. Simply put. um, And too many of us have uh, gotten to the place where we are um, idolizing these pastors and these pastors... um, Being charismatic as they are, some of them, um, they use this um, against the people of God, Um, and and it sickens me. It sickens me, and it's happening all too often. Then we have, on the flip side, we have the people of God who don't study, who um, have gotten caught up in what we call these speaker-friendly ministries that don't preach any conviction whatsoever. Um, God loves everybody. When, in fact, he does. I mean, I'm not arguing that point. But by the same token, um, he's not loving saints to the degree of uh, homosexuals spearheading churches. Now, I know this particular stuff right here is not going to be popular and I'm not on five smooth stones to be popular. I know that uh, it is an abomination to God. I am. I'm gonna put it to you like this. This is this is the type of type of guy I am. The type of preacher I am. I love what God loves, and I hate what God hates. And it's really that simple. Um, the carnal mind has ravished the church. Um, we have put down our weapons. We've let our guards down. I've heard on numerous occasions, as well as you have probably heard also, that the greatest trick that the enemy has ever pulled is to make the world believe that he doesn't exist. Well, um, newsflash, um, he exists, and he's... Uh, uh, Working and he's on his post. He is on his post, and uh, we are not. We are not. We are not manning the gate. Um, um, and 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 it's, it's caused us to uh, suffer greatly in the body of Christ. Um, we I've often said that we look like we have three heads. Um, we have to answer questions like what type of Christian are you? Um, are you the type of Christian who compromises and uh, uh, really doesn't believe that it takes all that? Um, or are you, the, are you that staunch Bible toting Christian that is so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good Um are you that, that, that uh, kind of just go-with-the-flow type of Christian? Or like uh, Brother Seth spoke about in his opening when he talked about um, using the devices of the world to win the church. Now, to me, that's an oxymoron because what's going to happen is um, they're going to see right through that. They're going to see right through that, and then what happens is once we get them in, what we're going to do is we're going to now spring the gospel on them. They're going to be like, huh? They 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 will be more confused by that than if you just tell them the truth. The Bible said that the truth will make you free, and we have fallen so far away from the truth that we begin... we gotten to the place where we believe a lie is the truth, or we we'll are dress it up to make it fit our own ideas. Um, so um, this is just some of the things that, that I've experienced. Um, uh, we've been duped by uh, our own desires. We've been duped by different ideas that we have that are of our own. Uh, we've been duped by different theories. Um, and most of all, we've been duped by tradition. There are traditions that have literally taken over the church. There's traditions that are more powerful than the Holy Ghost. Oh, uh, I know that hmm. was, I know that came crazy right there. I know that sounded okay. crazy right there. But there are traditions that carry so much weight that we are willing to put where not, we're not ready to put. we're ready to compromise what we know to be the gospel because this is the way mama did it, or this is the way grandpa did it, or this is the way my dad did it, this, this is the way my dad did it, this is how I'm going to do it. This is how we going to do it. And then we got churches that are dying because they're not living by the will and the word of God, but by the tradition that has, go, has kept them what they believe afloat all these years. And really all they're doing is going in circles. They're going in circles. Well, listen, let me let John
1: in here and see what he has to say. He said a lot. And obviously you're concerned, a lot of us concerned about some of the things you said. I want to get more specific about practices like, okay, this is what I'm seeing a lot of churches are doing. Here goes a trend in our global church, and I'm concerned. Here's another trend. I want to make it very specific uh, so people aren't saying, oh, he's ain't talking about my church. You know, he ain't talking, you know, I just, if, if somebody's if, if people are participating in this, we want them to know exactly okay. who they are. So we want to be specific. But before you get more specific, John, any comments, questions, thoughts? From yes, John. This guy's is on the left. Yeah, from John.
4: You know you know I have my mute on. You have to put my mute on, because no matter what I do, you always get feedback on my, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> on my apologies. Okay. No matter what uh, I do. Even when I got the mute on, I'm getting feedback. But anyway, uh, what to say, what to say. I, I maintain the same position as Brother Purcell at the outset. I could care less about your numbers. <laughs> I could care less about your numbers, because when – Um, I I think, I'm not sure if that was Ephesus or Corinth or whatever, when the the followers of Diana, (laughs) they had the whole city with them. The whole city went into an uproar. So if you got the whole city, surely that must be right, because you have the whole city got all those numbers. No, Diana is, is not the most high God. And I could care yeah. less about the number of people that join. The, the Messiah made it very plain. You know them by their fruit, not by an advertisement of their fruit, which means that I don't want to hear that secondhand. Fruit is very, very plain. The fruit is right. such that if you're there when to the see this planet and you're there to see it nurture and you see it grow and you see the blossom turn into a small piece of fruit, and you see that fruit coming to fruition, if I may, and you pull that fruit off the tree, you can't even tell that fruit. You can't even tell yet. Because many of us have bitten into a piece of fruit that looked great on the outside, but when you bite into it and you see the rot, you're like, oh, my God. What, why? Because it looked, it looked, it was going to be great. But until wow, you good. ingest the fruit is when you know that this fruit is good to bring strength and and um, a sustenance <laughs> to you and your soul. But it's it's like if somebody put up, I see, you know, these days you see billboards up with a preacher and his wife, let's say, and and nothing against that per se. But I'm just saying that's an advertisement of, the fruit that they may bear. You only know fruit firsthand. Firsthand. So yeah, the fact, at, at, at no point in time has a church been judged by numbers. I mean, I mean, yeah. I shouldn't say that in the Bible. Because <laughs> as you well know, there's times where Paul was talking to whomever the case may be, and he's talking to the church where? In their home. In their home. Were they balling out of control? They had a mansion that could sit seat 10,000 in their home? No. This was just a group of people. That was the church. Yeah. That was the church. And so... so let me
1: say this. Uh, to,
4: go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was so gonna this that's a very
1: interesting point you brought up about the home, Uh because a lot of people feel like that's where we should be anyway. Yeah, meeting house to house, not so much these temples. That's very interesting you bring that up, but John.
4: Without equivocation, I maintain the same. To actually have people who are in the Babylonian system, so they already have to operate with that month to month, pay your mortgage, pay your card note, pay your insurance. This This is the Babylonian system. Make no bones about it. But then, then the church go get its own building with its own electric bill, <laughs> with, its own, with its own gas bill, <laughs> with all these – and everybody who already got bills, because they're in the Babylonian system, we didn't have the wherewithal to think we should just go over Dayday's Day-Day's house <laughs> and have church. No. Why, why, why not, not, not? Because you, you now, as opposed to having to pay bills into the Babylonian system – you can actually help Dede and his mom and the, and the brothers and sisters that show up. Why can you actually have money now? You're not paying the building fund. You're not paying all these different things into a system <clears throat> that we weren't supposed to be in in the first place. Wow. Um, well, like you him. know
1: what? You know what? That That is really, really good. Percel, I'm to come to you in a second. Let me just jump in real quick because you got the mic, brother tonight for sure, Percel. Be prepared. You're going to carry this thing tonight. But listen, again, folks, you're tuned to the Pastor's on Network. I have to say this. Uh, we have tonight, uh, we're dealing with the church, folks. We're just dealing with the church. Again, the most powerful institution, the most influential institution on the earth, outside of the New World Order. There's only two people in the ring, the New World Order, and the church. Pick your opponent, okay? Um, tonight's topic, is it okay for the church to evangelize? Using the world's culture is serious. A lot of churches are growing like crazy. Some of them, we think it's not scriptural. They're going to forward world culture. Others, maybe they have some success. We're talking about that tonight because if those that are doing things the wrong way is entertaining evil. This is causing this great institution to have setbacks. This is causing it's going to push people out. Like I said earlier, a lot of people have left the church, and they're not playing with this. They don't want to talk about it. They get emotional. I'm sure there's been suicides over this. I'm sure there's people take drugs over this because they left the church. They didn't have nobody else because they were soaked into the church. And when they begin to see certain things, because if it's true that we are entertaining some evil, people going to be hurt. That's all evil do in the end. It's going to hurt, divide. So people probably was pushed out <clears throat> of something that brought them life. I'm talking about the fellowship of people, actual people that's supposed to have God inside them. If you entertain evil practices, like Purcell was saying, you can discourage a lot of hearts. So don't take this show lightly. If it's true that a lot of churches are entertaining worldliness, they are literally destroying the church and people's lives. That means teens may not find the church attractive. Let's go there. The other extreme is some of these churches don't want to change at all, and the youth are bored. I remember specifically when I was coming to Purcell and we're coming to you. Purcell in my church, they was boring. They wasn't wise where the youth was concerned. They didn't reach us. Some of the people went to my church was the most wanted for the city, for the police. Our church failed to reach us. Trying to tell us where it is. It's a heaven and hell. Yes, but you didn't reach us. Perhaps you should have had us up in the pulpit doing some rap. Perhaps you should have entertained some of the things we wanted to do as young people. We didn't have rap back then, but I'm saying whatever we invented back then. They're young people. They're part of your family. Why not? You You let them do it when you get home. You let them, you know, do different things. A lot of church are unfriendly. To you, They can't reach them I go to a church Or I was going to a church They have a basketball course and playstation Somebody let me have it one day You don't need all that Say what you want to say People love Calvary and Irving They children love it Calvary and Urban philosophy is We want our young people To love coming here And while they're here We're going to inf- them with the gospel. Right. So we want to have basketball courts play and playstations. stations. We want them to have, we want the little girls to be here for the little boys and the little boys to eat for the girls. We want them to be willing to be we'll allowed to talk at church. So they might come with one intention. They haven't affected nothing, but they come to the little, little girls and they let them, they'll, they'll let them sit together as long as they're quiet during the message. Because they do that even at home. He that wineth soul is wise. how far do you go? Put go right here.
3: He that wineth souls is wise. The most difficult thing to win.
1: Now, hold on, hold on, put hold on. I will John, help me out. Isn't he muffled a little bit? Can you put some more? muffled. Or maybe I don't.
4: Yeah, just a yeah, tad, he... just a tad.
1: Yeah, yeah, or either just speak up a little louder. you're muffled? A lot of bass in you. Okay. Is that better? It is. It is okay, better, but you got to talk up, okay? Go ahead.
4: Okay.
3: Um, I, like you, John, um, Seth always finds an issue with my technology. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite as speaking <laughs> as he is. <laughs> at, at, at any rate, uh, uh, with that being said, uh, Seth, you finish Seth with finished. a scripture that says, he that when souls is wise. And what I realize is the most difficult thing to win is the soul of a man. Um. Your spirit already belongs to God. It's the work comes in where we uh, begin to appeal to the soul of man, but it's a difficult thing, um, and that's what causes us to um, go into um, the whole tamed thing. Because it's easier because what we what we figure that we need to do is we need to appeal to the flesh, because the flesh is easily worn why because the scripture said that the flesh is weak, right so okay.
0: what
3: what we do is we appeal to the flesh, which causes us to fall into. What we understand to be carnality. Okay, when we appeal to the flesh, we are operating out of a carnal mindset. And what has happened in many cases with our churches is we've become. Um, one of the other things that I recognize is that we're not uh, we're not um, um, pushing for relationship. We're more concerned, once again, we're back to this, this whole membership piece. And here's what I understand. Here's what I understand. I, I understand that there is no power in membership. Power, that's why we see churches swelling, if you will. Now, if anybody has any medical sense at all, any type of swelling lets us know that it's infection. So what's happening is the church is swelling. It's
0: swelling. Yeah.
3: It's, it's not growing. Yeah. It's swelling. Because the people are being entertained. So now, once again, I'm back to my, my thought of we have now deitized Bishop so-and-so. We've now deitized Apostle so-and-so. Is it just me or has anybody... Notice, all of the new titles that are popping up, all of these new bishops, all of these new apostles, everybody want to be apostle, everybody want to be a pastor, everybody wants to be uh, evangelist this, or uh, bishop that, or elder this, or everybody is searching or jockeying, if you will, for a title.
1: Now, you know i got to be it's devil's definitely. advocate here. Let me be devil's, devil's advocate because, because, you know, people listen to this show, and they're going to say, that's the first thing you did. Well, it wasn't the first thing you did. I actually asked you how to get a hold of you or tell us it about sure you for something, and you brought up the fact you're a apostle, you're all fivefold. And they're going to say, well, brother, you did the same thing. Comment on those
3: people. Okay, Comment so on those people. Now, if you if you continue to listen you heard me say that I'm not moved by that. I'm not moved by that. You can call me Brother Purcell, and I'm still going to be anointed. It's not my title that uh, brings about the anointing. It's the power of God that lives on the inside of me. See, I, I, I learned... Years ago, um, what Ephesians chapter number one, verse number 13 said, the scripture simply said that since you believe, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. See, I understand that I am nothing apart from the Holy Ghost living on the inside of me. As a matter of fact, I could not even speak boldly like this without the Spirit of God living on the inside of me. Now, here's what I want to do. I I, I feel myself getting off a little bit. I want to get back to this whole um, winning of souls and this whole uh, entertainment thing. Here is a scripture that helped me um, years ago. God showed me this scripture. And the beautiful thing I, I love about the Holy Ghost is that he showed me scriptures that keep me rooted and grounded in his word. Now, not only in his word, but in his will and in his way. Okay? So I found a scripture, and I believe it's Second John. This is what the scripture says. The scripture says any – Any come unto you with any other doctrine other than that of Jesus Christ, Jesus the Christ, don't receive him into your house. Then the the B clause that as you do, then you're a partaker of his evil deeds. See, there are scriptures to safeguard us from being caught up or being like what I like to say, Eddie Spaghetti, lost in the salt. Okay? There are scriptures that help us to stay connected to the vine. But what happens is once we be, once we become drawn away by the lust of the flesh, then it becomes difficult for us to, that's why, the, that's why the Scripture also lets us know That he that hath an ear Let him hear What the spirit Of the Lord is saying To the church But because we are caught up In this entertainment Spirit See this is, I, just, I just simply believe That God is an original God I don't believe That we have to go to the world for anything Okay, let me give you scripture to back that up
4: Okay
0: The Bible
3: says that He has given us all things That pertain unto life And godliness I don't need gifts All I need is the the, Number one, the anointing and the word of God. I often refer back to um, Billy Graham. I know anybody who's on the line right now, you have never in your life heard Billy, even in his younger years, you have never heard Billy Graham, not one time. Pooped. Some of you may not know what that is. Let me, let, me, let me make that plain. You have never heard Billy Graham hoop. Hooping is a, is a style of preaching that has a, a melodic flow to it that really calls you, causes you to get caught up in not necessarily the message, but the, the sensationalism of the message. I've not one time heard Billy Graham hoop. But what I, I can tell you this, I live here in the city of Cincinnati. When Billy, when Billy Graham, with his old self, came to Cincinnati, Ohio, he had his crusade in Paul Brown Stadium. It was standing room only. And all he did was preach the kingdom of God. That's it. Very monotone, no inflection in his voice. I believe that the gospel is enough. I don't think we have to do all these gimmicks, all these uh all these fish fries um all these all these parties that look like the world. Let me use this as an example at my former church our there youth we go. Pastor, Just example there we go there we go here's an, here, here's here's an example. At my former church, our youth pastor put together something called 108 and Ham. Now, many of you, that may sound familiar. I'm going to tell you why it sounds familiar. Because BET, Black Entertainment Network, had a show. It was a hip-hop driven show. And it was called 106 and Park. So what they did to appeal to the young people, because that's what we're talking about, right? We're trying to appeal to the young people. What he did was he took the address, the first three numbers of the address of the church, 108, and took the first three letters of the street that the church is on, ham, okay? It was creative. It was creative. I give you that. I give you that. 108 and Ham is what he called it. Patterned it after 106 and Park from BET. It was the same exact show. He just put it in the church and put God's name on it. So now all of a sudden, 106 in Park, which is now 108 and Ham, is holy now. Now we can reach okay. the people. Okay, let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about that because Come on. Come uh on, man. That's Hill, Song, not Hill Hill Hills from Hill Song's pastor
1: is no longer him, but still they still have the same model. They're still doing the same thing. And they are the largest church in in New York, from my understanding. Fastest growing kinda of like I mentioned about earlier social uh Dallas. But listen. He said, we are not going to let culture pimp us. We're going to pimp Mm -hmm. culture. Now, listen, Purcell. If you use that same name, 106 and partner, young people feel more cool, you'd have to tell us what did the church do specifically or talk about specifically that violates God's word because I don't see a problem with naming something because let's face it, the church is very rigid. We can always say, well, you know what, lad? we ain't changing you either go to you either get it or you don't. You go to yellow. You can be all hardcore, but at the bottom, at the end of the day, are you being heard? Is the same old saints with them white stockings, the same old people saved and sanctified and going to heaven, and everybody else just ain't gonna make it. My point is if you can do something and then not violate and it not cause folks to sin, like the dress code, I don't like seeing uh all these women wearing any old thing that churches across the world though, that's where I draw a line. But to just name a show at church similar, can you share with something with us that they did with the show that was just against God's word, against you all's word?
3: Well, here here's here's my Here's my point, Seth. Here's my point. It was no different than what the world was doing. Now, the world be cursing. Come
1: on, let's get straight. They be talking about sex, cussing. Come on. Come on now. It was no it's different. Kind of like, let me just say this. Let me just say this, and then you can, you can think, and yeah, then you got the mic. There's something called the Breakfast Club. Now, I don't know if it's still as big as it was, but it's like everybody in every young person in America seemed like woke up and listened to the breakfast club, and they've they've had everybody that's somebody in the black community from famous rappers to Farrakhan, anybody or somebody has been on the breakfast club. Now, if somebody wants to name at their church, uh, a, a new ministry called the breakfast club, and they talk about what's godly, I don't have no problem with that. On their new show at church, the same exact thing that the Breakfast Club talk about because they cuss talk about all kind of crazy sex. I'm just confused. They don't they talk about whatever comes to their mind. Okay, mm-hmm. now we got a problem. But I don't know that the church do that. I know that in some areas they cross the line. But again, tonight we're trying to because this is serious. This is very serious. And a lot of you go to churches, one, one last thing, a lot of people go to churches that have crossed the line, and tonight's show, those of you that think we're just having a show, just, you know, complaining, some people's going to find out from tonight's show that they're in the wrong place, because they've been feeling like you've been feeling, but they ain't never heard nobody say it, or uh, when they do talk about it, people give them a hard time. So hopefully tonight we're going to provide some answers. So don't take this show lightly. Again, those of you on the phone lines with questions, press 1 for a Brother Purcell or Brother John or myself. And those of you on the uh, chat room, go ahead and chat away. I'm, I'm keeping an eye on the chat room. Go ahead, Brother.
3: Okay, let, let me let – me, um, give also this example. Um because to me it's the same thing. My point, let's let's let me let me go back to my point. Point is we serve an original God with original ideas. Okay? Um I don't think we have to take the model of something that the world has already done. And somehow it's automatically made holy because now we're talking about God. I just, I personally don't believe that. That to me is no different than us dressing our children up as Bible characters. We don't want to dress them up as ghosts and goblins. It's the <laughs> same spirit. It's the same thing, y'all What's different? What's peculiar? What's royal about that? What's, What's called out about that? It is the same thing We have somehow tried to take pagan celebration And make it godly No, that to me is an oxymoron. I just simply don't believe that we have to go to the world for anything. Why? Because the Bible lets us know in the book of Genesis 1 and 26, he said, let us make man in our image after Our likeness. The word likeness means the fact or quality of being alike, resemblance. Image means to sell them. Comes from the word to carve or to cut. Also associated with the word sculpt. Likeness equals homeo in the Greek, which means to become like. We are to be okay. with, like God. We are to let, let this mind, Philippians 2 and 5 tells us, be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. We let are this, governed but, uh, let, let, by original let me, thoughts.
1: Could, let me say this. We should be okay, and I appreciate, I appreciate this dialogue tonight. Please know that. I want to say something. I want you to help me out with this one, okay? All right. In order to, reach, in order to get the treasure, the gospel, the good news, the different teachings that liberate, you know, Christ talks about the truth shall make you free, make you free. If you can just hear mm-hmm. it, believe it, mm-hmm. believe it, it'll make you free. In order to get people mm-hmm. to that level. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Don't you think sometimes um, Paul talks about becoming all things? And I know this is what every one of those churches would use. That's on the other side, arguing against you.
0: Mm-hmm, so you mm-hmm.
1: uh, anyway, Paul. For those of you that don't know, he says to all, he become all things to all men that he may win some.
0: Mm-hmm. He become
1: all things to all men,
0: Mm -hmm. that he
1: may win some. Now,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, that's deep, and that's what Paul said. And, of Mm -hmm. course, I'm coming out of of 1 Corinthians 9 and about 19 to 23. 1 Corinthians 9, 19 to 23, where he says, I become all things off. He's talking about, to the Greek, he become a Greek. He's changing his style. He's changing his style. I remember one time, you know, he was talking about not even eating meat, changing his diet just to reach people or to get along with people. And that was more like for believers. But he did say, again, in 1 Corinthians 9, I'll read it, verse 19. For though I be free from all men, Yet have I made myself a servant unto all that I may gain the Lord. Here we go, verse 20. Purcell. And unto uh, the Jews I become a Jew, that I may gain the Jews. To them that are under the law, as though I'm under the law, that I may gain them that are under the law. They'll say he's under the law, so that I'm going to become that way. Is he lying? No, he's just saying, to them I'm just going to be this. Verse 21. To them that are without the law, as without the law, not being without the law to God, but under the law of Christ, that I may gain them without the law. Some of them say, Paul, when he's coming, he's going to lie. Not so. He's being wise. Watch this. Verse 10 to the weak became I as though I'm weak, that I may gain the weak. I am Mm -hmm. made all things to all men that I might be. All means that I, that I may by all means say some. In other words, by me doing this again, let me read that again, verse twenty-two. To so the week I become; I became. Okay, let's slow down. I get hyped up over there. To the week yeah, that was became great. I as weak that I might gain the weak. I am made all things to all men that I might be all means. Say that I may all they got this text wrong on the internet. He said, what well, the scripture says that he may uh, by all means say some. Verse 23 And this I do for the gospel's sake, that I may be a partaker thereof with you. So it's very clear, Paul is doing things he's not. He he went on to say in verse twenty one, I ain't gonna be without no law, I ain't gonna break no laws, man. But he become different things to different people, different expressions. So all I'm trying to say is this is the argument that people are having. I don't care that people act less here and there, change their, you know, long as we just talked about how we are, we have the original God and we have all these blessings and we you know we have we get a. We get our originality from the father. Before you even can offer that, you got to get them in there. So I think it's just certain things we can, it's okay to do carnal things to get them in there, as long as we ain't spinning, and then you offer them more weightier matters once you get them listening. Like I say, I visit this church at Calvary in Irving, and that's what they do. They have basketball goals. They have PlayStation. Those kids love the boys talk to little girls, nothing crazy, no touching, none of that. But a lot of people, they love hanging out at Calvary. While they're there, they come across saints that are engaging and talking to them. They, they have to be quiet once the world go forth. And guess what? A lot of those kids end up working in the church and being born again. Comment, please. And then we'll go to John.
4: Thank you, if I may. <laughs> the fact. What Paul was doing was far from carnal. What Paul was doing was in absolute faith. And the fact is that okay. the church the, the church, is not the only recipient of mm-hmm. gifts that God has given. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. And sometimes mm-hmm. those gifts are such that um, someone who works hard, pursues hard for a particular thing, they're blessed with insight. That's the reason why they call them geniuses. And in my mm-hmm. opinion, oftentimes a genius is either one, he made contact with the Spirit of God through the Holy Spirit or a demonic presence. But they were able to bring into this world something that hadn't been there before. And while I can't, uh you know, I'm not looking to say Yay, yay, or nay, nay, as it pertains to a particular church um, mimicking, I'll say, for lack of a better adjective, a particular approach that came, that came from the world. That I can give you from a standpoint of personal testimony that when I first went to Oral Roberts University, I was not say
0: mm-hmm.
4: from the time I was a sophomore in high school, I was a B-boy starting out just from breakdancing. Okay. And from breakdancing, I went to spinning records. I became a DJ. Okay. From being a DJ, I became a lyricist. And the year before I went to ORU, I spent $300, which this is 86, no, 87, folks. $300 buying records that summer. I worked at a beef packing plant. I spent three hundred dollars buying records. Why? Because I was a DJ. I was a lyricist. Mm-hmm. And when the Most High God, through His Son, the Messiah, approached me, <laughs> you think I, I'm not lying? Do you want to be down? That was basically the way it came through in my mind and in my heart. There, and what's funny is that there's this white kid that came through. He wasn't even on our floor. He was from a different floor. He, he came my room. My door was slightly cracked, and he walked into my room. Well, I'm looking at him like, I know this dude just walked off in my spot. He began to give his testimony. He didn't know me from time. But I'm, I'm a little tight because he's walked into my room without knocking or anything, which, anyway, that's neither here nor there. But in my heart. The word came. Do you want to be that? And I'm like, yes. So I'm waiting for this kid to get done because I already knew that I wanted to be in, and what I was gonna do to prove how serious I was is I was gonna take my bin of records and I was gonna take them and throw them away. It wasn't because I had an issue with called it O.R.U. or any of that. It was a step. It was it was my point of faith. Of saying, I'm serious. So when he finally okay. left, wow! I I prayed. I took those records. I threw them out, and I went to my RA and um, resident advisor, and I'm like, "Look, I just gave my life to Christ," and he was glad. And we spoke. spoke We laughed. I cried. We talked. And after several months, now like keep in mind, I was brought up in the church. Hated it. I hated the church. I, as far as my memory goes back, there's no place for a kid. I hated church because it's like right. it, was it, was, it was just churchy stuff. I, it, I hated it. So it's like every step of the way from the from my very first memories of being baptized. And church has always had that churchy smell. <laughs> it was not that it was bad or good. It's just churchy smell. I hated it.
3: Well, hold on, John, just, Man. just a quick
1: second. Don't you think you're proving the point? Though if you hated church, how can you, you were going hearing all this great revelation about this wonderful Jesus, and and that's what they call him then, Jesus, everybody, and he hated it. So did I. It was church, and he's saying it right. For many, many, many years, it's how a lot of young people fell, and the church lost a generation. Keep in mind so that's what he's
3: saying. Go ahead. Totally
1: well,
4: here's the totally thing: <laughs> when I began to read the Bible, <laughs> when I began to read the Bible, that was the game changer, because, as you well know, it's almost like the church have it's almost like they have no idea that this book exists, and as uh, as uh, Brother Purcell was stating how to rightly devise the word of truth. You may get Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and that may be a story on faith or something like that. But there's more to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. There's something that goes, there's there's a question that should be asked at various times, such as, why was this this particular image, six cubits here and six cubits there, it didn't give the last measurement. Why was that last measurement not given? Because if you measured it, it probably, it doesn't say it in the Bible, was also a measurement of six. Because this was a, this was Nebuchadnezzar's image. It was this image that he created. Why wouldn't it be 666? Why wouldn't it be? But, the, of course, the, the, it never came up. It was only a story of faith. They never were able to take two different verses put the truth. So when I began to read the Bible and begin to see stuff, blew my mind. And what blew my mind even more is that the, <laughs> no one, it's like, I don't know why I ever talked about this. And so I would talk to my dudes and they'd be like, they would, and they had been saved for years, but it's like, man, that's not how it works. I'm like, it says it right here. It says it right here. It says it right here. But more importantly, I finally got to the point where I wanted to write lyrics. I remember they were from Romans. I could spit them now if you told me to, which I won't, but I'm just saying, it wasn't like I was trying to be like the world. I wasn't. It's just that I was a B-boy. That was my culture. That's where I came from. When I found Christ, I remember going on <laughs> the, the, the wing retreat. Folks, Or you at that time was probably 8% minority, and that doesn't mean black. That means all of us 8%, you know, somewhere way down there. It was the whitest institution I'd ever come across. And it's like I didn't want to become a white person just to love God. I was happy with the culture I had. I was able <laughs> to have them both. My, my my culture was something that was a gift from God as all culture is. Art be it literature, be it music, be it sculpting, be it architecture—all of that—the gift from God. So when I think about what's being said, I think that cannot draw conclusions unless we know the heart of a man. For instance, one hundred eight in Ham. What was the heart of that man? What was the intent? There's stuff that that's le- that, that's way less. Um, let's just say uh in your face it's very very subtle but it comes from the pit of hell and the intent of the person who did it was to draw people to hell and mm-hmm. there's other things like I can remember Rod partially. he had a problem with Christian rap not my problem Rod <laughs> Pastor Rod somebody else spoke to him I remember him you know changing well, his is. position
1: well, let's do this, John, just, just for a quick, thing. I need to take a quick break and remind the family, I have an infomercial commercial I gotta get out before I put it, I don't want to put it towards the end. But let's take a little short break and we're gonna play just that, a Christian rap song. And I know personally this affects, uh, uh Brother Purcell because he have issues with this whole culture among Christians, uh, young people talking about I'm Turnt. So, <laughs> it's I'm funny well. I have this song, I'm Turnt. That's a phrase in the world. What that mean? A Lecrae, a Christian rap. Well, we'll let you listen. We'll let her put their address when we get back. You don't want to use
4: Lecrae.
1: <laughs> let me tell you something.
4: You don't yes, want to use do. Lecrae. Yes, I do.
1: Yes, I do. Because I Man, want to put that's a whole in. other show. Now, listen. That's, that's right. right. I agree. So, I agree. So so we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Y'all hold on. All me. right. We're going to take a quick little break, everybody. Right. And I'm going to play the whole song, just a little bit of it. And folks. <laughs> Uh, We'll be right back. I just got to do this morning commercial. We'll be back for sale as well as uh, Brother John here in a second. So let's take a quick little break. Won't take a long way to be back. We're wrapping this show. We're going to definitely be out of here at 10 o'clock, everybody. So here is Lecrae saying uh, with a song called, I'm sorry. This song did pretty good, by the way, among the Christians and the secular world. Here we go, though. Uh, Again, Lecrae, y'all, a Christian rapper, very successful Christian rapper, I might add. And we'll be right back, folks.
5: Dang it, look at me, I'm all the way turned up. I ain't smoking, but my homie in here burnt up Yeah, I'm working on Buddy but he straight though, couple girls tryna twerk it on me, wait, no, no Hold up. before you even roll up, I'm in here with my lady, can't you see me, man, I'm sold up Man, I'm in here tryna celebrate a birthday and you know I'm good, oh well, it's a workday, no matter, we still gon' kick it, and we ain't getting trippin' no Molly in my sippin', ain't fightin' nobody, ain't nobody said trippin' And Southeast Dago in the building, shout out to Peter Pan, Skyline Imperial we out here tryna function, Hallelujah. They probably think I'm rolling, I'm just high on the spear, bro The only thing we poppin' is the truth, y'all hear me though no? They probably think I'm rollin', I ain't on nothing They probably think I'm rollin', I ain't on nothing They probably think I'm rollin', I ain't on nothing But what I got you need to know about it. me, I'm turnt I'm turnt, I'm turnt I'm turnt, I'm turnt, I'm chart,
2: I'm I'm turnt, I'm turnt, I'm turnt.
5: Potion. I tell them I'm straight, tryna keep my mind focused. Came 40D, clicked up, cool love, Got them looking at us crazy, cause we so turned up. Yeah, homie, I'm turnt, I'm turnt, I'm turnt, I'm turnt. I ain't poppin' rollin' and I ain't burnt. So tell Mary and Molly, I don't need them to party. Someone woke up in the lobby, tryna locate their wallet. While I'm nine hoes in, tryna work on my hobby. And I wish somebody would get me started. Hey, Deuces up to Nipsey, K. Game. I'm out here in the West, God don't holla at me, man. My bloodstream drink clean, nothing running to my veins. 116, yeah, I'm still on the shame. I call it network people mouth here fishing. You know I'm with the clicking man. We out here trying to kick it. You know that we turn. You know that we turn. They probably think I'm running, I ain't on nothing. They probably think I'm rolling, I ain't on nutty. They probably think I'm rolling, I ain't on net. But what I got, you need to know if y'all tell me I'm turt. 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 I'm, turn. I'm turn.
3: Okay, okay, okay.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Turn, turn, turn. My goodness. Look Yeah, that song was really popular for, for the moment. But listen, everybody, I just want to remind everybody, i uh, got just this one uh, little infomercial. Uh, those of you that, since the Edmunds Bell, it's probably the biggest family that listened to this show. Uh, uh, I'm told to share with the Ed and Isabel family. Uh, and those of you that's not family, just bear with us. Again, it's the biggest family that's in 13 states that listen to this show. Um, the reunion in Dallas, uh, May the 27th to the 29th, its registration is closed. The only events now is just free events, um, such as, uh, 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 the concert uh, on Friday night meet and greet is of course free that's where it starts uh, Friday 6 to 8 is meet and greet is free and then they'll go to a concert featuring one of our cousins I know there's a small charge for that um, basically free it's not uh, uh, you know inexpensive and then Saturday of course if you, the bus ride the bus tours close as well and the only thing available is after the bus ride everybody's going to go to Long Star Parking um Grand Prairie, the racetrack uh, it's about 10 bucks, and there will be uh, festivities around that racetrack, after that they'll go out to bath with a barbecue and blues That's, that'll do it for Saturday and then Sunday of course the banquet is closed uh, but you're more than welcome to carpool to churches uh, and then after the banquet they're going to have a memorial around 9 o'clock that night so there's plenty to do, free activities even though the registration is closed and the bus tour is closed uh, so just know that those of you plan on attending the Edge and Isabel Canyon Douglas reunion, all right? That's the only informational commercial we have for this break. we'll go back to the show. Okay, Brother uh, John, and your line is open, Brother Purcell, your line is open, Brother Purcell. I will love your comments on the song and the whole being turned. I know that was a big issue with you. And then John, I want you to comment. I know y'all got a lot to say. Go right ahead, though. Have at it. Well,
3: <laughs> I I I totally agree with John. With uh, um, I don't know that that was the best example to use, uh, Lecrae. Because based on some interviews That I've seen uh, With Lecrae Lecrae is not sure what he believes um, which, which is an issue Because his mission Is supposed to be To win souls to Christ um, Now I saw an interview for him um, Where he was challenged As it relates to homosexuality Here we go again I know I know that's not popular. People don't want to talk about that homosexuality thing. But the yeah, reality is... Do my favor. Is... For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Do my favor. Because, yes,
1: if you get on the artist, it's a bigger picture because he's not the only one. There's thousands of people that's playing Christian. Not thousands, but there's a lot of Christian rappers. You was talking about a bigger picture as far as getting on this one artist. He might be confused, but the next artist that's rapping going to know their Bible, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, but we're talking about though. So, uh, no, we're not.
1: Hold on a second. We're not talking about Lecrae per se, because you probably can. If let's just say he's a horrible example, that still don't negate. Is his music all right? If it's talking about we ain't on, we ain't on nothing. They probably
3: think we're talking about we ain't nothing.
1: They probably think we're okay. talking. We ain't on nothing. You know, I'm saying, and okay,
3: was well, saying I don't we know, on the I truth. The lyrics. Okay. Okay, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Let me go this direction then. Um, because yeah, what I was going to say probably might offend somebody. I I, I don't necessarily want to no, no, offend No, no, It's not but, that you're going to offend somebody. No, that's not it. No, listen, listen, me. listen. This this is this is where I'm gonna go with that then. Okay, the whole the whole turf thing. I see, like the like the uh, the drooping thing. The whole Turk, that particular vernacular originated from the world and the world's artists and the world's culture, if you will. Uh, this is what I understand culture to mean since we've used that term a couple of different times. This is what I understand culture to mean. Culture means the way we do things. Now, here's another definition that I actually uh, came across in some of my readings. I found out that cognitive strategies simply means the way we do things. Okay? So to me, as a believer, the way I do things should not resemble the world per se. Because I understand that I have to change the way I think if I can ch- – if this is what I say. This is what, this is what uh, uh, Salt Life Ministry says. If I can change the way you think, I can change the way you act. Because our actions are hidden in our thought process. If we can get the people of God, this is why Paul, we reference Paul. This is why Paul teaches us in uh, the book of Romans, the 12th chapter and the second verse, to be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good, perfect, and acceptable will of God. We have good point. To, good point. We have to change the way we think as believers. We have to. We have to. We cannot continue in this vein because this particular vein that we're in has the church in a sad state of affairs. Why? Because we are just acquiescing to the ways of the world that we might win them so that we can, quote-unquote, convert their way of thinking. No, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. John did so eloquently brought out that whole fruit thing. That we are known by the fruit that we bear It is the fruit That we present to the unbeliever That's going to bring about The change In his mind That's going to draw him to the Christ Because let's not forget Hebrews 11 and 6 lets us know That before we even come to him We must first Believe that he is. Right. And that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We have to completely change the way we think. We cannot continue to acquiesce to the world's devices. We cannot. We cannot because it has made the church of none effect. It has caused... The scattering of the sheep. I've seen personally uh, set men, set men being a senior pastor. I've I've seen firsthand the ragged lifestyle that they lead. I've seen it, but they're so. Uh, popular Because oh He know how to turn up Okay The original thought Of turn or turn up Is evil It's evil Now how are we going to flip it And make it good Here's another one that I hate God is dope I hate it I hate that I hate that expression because the original um, understanding of that thought is evil. No different than the pagan holidays.
0: Be... Go,
3: ahead,
4: go, ahead, go
0: ahead.
3: Go
4: ahead. Go ahead. Oh, you know, oh, my line ahead. disconnected. And then when I came back, I'm trying to say, hey, <laughs> and I don't think oh, I can sorry. be heard. Um, no, no, you're fine. I'm sure it had nothing to do with you. The, um, I think, and again, uh, from a personal standpoint, I'm inclined to believe that every person stands their position, their perspective, and their degree of how they move in faith and another person who's doing the exact same thing—you may not see things in the same light. You can use the exact same scriptures, uh, and, and like—and again, while I would never—I don't think I would ever say God is dope, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I don't think that would be something that I could say, but. That's a word that I use regularly, right? And if someone said it personally, I wouldn't be offended. It's just a matter of where it exactly did they come from and what's the intent of their heart. Um, obviously, in Spanish, God is not even God. It's Dios. That's the reason why the Mexicans and the Hispanics say adios to God. Adios. Mm-hmm. Didn't even realize that until a couple of years ago when I'm studying spanish but but the okay. thing is that um, it's 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 said differently, but what's the intent of of the person at the end of the day? God does not judge our actions, he judges our heart, and if you look at someone like Samson, think about it everything incorrect that you could do Samson seemed like he did. And, but, like, in one given instance, God was using Samson to incite the Philistines. But it's like, you know, how do you, how, how do you navigate this? The only thing that I could ever say for myself, everyone has to give account for their own self, is what was resident in my heart that made me feel like I needed to Kick lyrics, Christian lyrics. The first ones based in Roman. I wasn't trying to be offensive. Um, mm-hmm. People would say, mm-hmm. "Why do you listen to secular music?" Like, "Why do you watch secular TV?" I, I began to get really good at this. Mm-hmm. Why do you go to secular Walmart? I mean, because I, <laughs> you, you're looking to offend me. Because the main That's thing funny. was That's was funny. that which is secular. <laughs> Yet yeah, they would, they, they would, they they would, they would, they would. Everything was secular music, but as if nothing else was secular. And so yeah, I, I would yeah. just clap back point, and be like, you know, point. why do you I do like these that. Yeah, I why do you we do, do these secular things? And it's like it's not that I, I was only trying to defend myself. To be everyone works out their own salvation in fear and trembling, but because you offended me, I'm just kinda like, you know, you're being a hypocrite, you know what I'm saying? Do you do you only go to what's the name? What's the name of the, the, the Bible, what's the name of the Bible, uh, the Christian Bible store? The, uh, it's everywhere. What's the name of that? Come on, uh, Bible store?
0: Oh, um,
4: man. The, the bookstore, it's a bookstore. I forget the name of it. You,
3: go ahead. Keep, yeah, I don't know as
4: well. Don't worry about it. There's there's a, a there's one bookstore like you know. Seems like it's in every town. No matter where I've ever been, it seemed like I had it. They they they're always there. And I'm thinking like, is that where you go to buy your beef? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta go to a Christian bookstore to get you a hamburger. No, it's like there's certain interactions that you're gonna have with the world. That doesn't mean that you're of the world. It just means that you're interactive with it. Let to each. That's right. To each person. To each person. They have to give an, an accountability for their own actions, and those actions are, uh, in my opinion, a uh, reflection of the heart of the individual. Even our very discussion. Oh, no, John, that was tonight. a
3: very,
1: very good point. I'm glad you said that. that we, I like the way you coined that, because I never thought of it like that. We do everything. Yeah, do, that, that was the good thing. And, Purcell, even what you were saying, you know, like, in one sense, we don't want the church to act secular, but then they go right outside and everything you do is secular. So that is we, We're not
4: in Israel. I think it's important to understand that we, we are not – well, I don't know how Purcell – I know how you see it, Seth. I'm not – I forget um, Purcell's position. But we, we do not have the luxury of a government – that operates under the law. Um, things, you know, it would be easier if, if things. I, we are in hostile territory. We are still in captivity. But even with that being said, every man's heart is still that man's heart, and that's what the, the Most High God looks at. And, but hmm. let me too. Something even. I was about to say doper, but. <laughs> <laughs> But forgive, forgive me, forgive me. Let me tell you what's even more amazing is that God is. I mean, He's even showed us that you can't even trust your own heart. He's 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 beyond your ability to trust your own heart, and you think that you understand and you know because you based on your heart. But He's like He's overcome that. He's beyond that, and so mm-hmm. I only say that. Almost as uh, me being in the things that I've done in times past, I really didn't mean any harm when I'm spitting these lyrics that were straight out of Roman. <laughs> it literally straight out of Roman. If you took the music away and just listened to the r- lyrics, on one of them, on Judgment Day, your works will not burn. Every jewel you receive is one that you earn. How do you go wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean, yeah, right, but yeah, right. that's just uh-huh. me what, being an apologetic for my
1: own position. Well, listen, no, that, go ahead, John. That was very good. That, that was very good. sent made some serious key points throughout the show, but that was a good one. Um, we gotta wrap up the show. I've been committed to this two-hour rule instead three. As bad as I want to go on, and I have some things I want to say, I'm just gonna wrap it up mm-hmm. out of. The new, new five smooth stone is two hours. I want to thank both of y'all for coming on and really hitting this hard. Uh, hopefully people heard Purcell, his passionate his heart, and more importantly, the scriptures he used, and, John, y- yourself, the scriptures you use, the perspective you use, and myself even. Folks, this is not an easy issue to me. Uh, I think it depends upon your heart. If your heart is right, and, and I know the Bible talks about who knows the heart, but I mean, we gotta be led by the spirit, and like like John say, everything we leave when we leave that church, most of the things we do is secular. So, you know, I almost um, feel like he's a
3: good cop bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Can I say something real quick before we before you close us out? I want right to clarify ahead. something real quick. I don't want anybody to leave uh, this discussion with the wrong idea of me thinking perhaps that I'm so heavenly minded that I'm no earthly good. That is not my position at all. Um, Neither am I against um, Christian rap um, and, and such things as that. What I am against is a contrary lifestyle to the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm against any believer who is a stumbling block to not only his his fellow uh, uh, comrade, but also okay, oh, I mean, um, hold on a second. What we it. have to do? Unbeliever, Hey, hold on a second. Yeah. We have to do this.
1: every time the show gets at ten o'clock. Got to interrupt everybody at ten o'clock, folks. Those of you that're okay. listening online, you're, you're listening online. You did not call the show. You're listening online. You must call the show now because it's now, 10 o'clock, okay, 11 o'clock Eastern Standard, but, but 10 o'clock Central Standard. You have got to call the show 914 no, 205 One more time, 914 205 Okay, yeah, she will be disconnected. You're going to be disconnected now in about two seconds. So call that number. You can continue to listen to the show. We're going to roll over maybe a minute, no more. So the show should be wrapping up in about two or three minutes, and then you can listen to the show in its entirety once it wraps up. Priscilla, go ahead. Uh, you got like 30 seconds, and then, John, uh, again, 30 seconds, we'll wrap the show up. I'm,
3: I'm done. Finished. I'm, just, I'm finished. I just, I just wanted to clarify that I didn't want to come off as the, the – uh, the the disgruntled um uh, uh believer <laughs> i know i know you can hear the passion of my voice about this but i've seen so much of this in the body of christ that it it, it really flips my belly it, it, it made me sick to my stomach um and the bible said and i'm finished with this open rebuke is better than secret love
1: Go ahead, Purcell. I'm sorry. I had to
3: just, I was interrupted there. Go right ahead. I'm finished.
4: I'm finished. I said John's John, final words, please. I'm actually done. I'm glad. Hold on. I'm glad to have been a part of this particular show. And I'm glad it's been a minute since I've heard from Purcell. And like I said, we kind of crossed one another's path in times past. I think it's important that people understand that brothers in Christ, we don't always agree on stuff, but I mean, I've had some of the most heated discussions with brothers in Christ. And after we all had that done and be like, man, what you want to eat? <laughs> you <Yeah>. know,
0: <laughs> it's, all
4: it's all good. It's all good. You know, we, we care and love one another in Christ and we respect one another and hold ourselves in a state of humility. So, um, I'm appreciative of that interaction Absolutely Well Likewise. I'm
3: appreciative
1: of both of y'all coming on Purcell I think you did a really good job I think you You, put, you signed the alarm to those churches out there That's just trying to find out Trying to find the latest thing the world is doing And I think it's a happy medium I think you have to be led by the spirit I do think you You did a very good job uh, Signing the alarm Because we can't follow the, the world. <laughs> no <So> doubt, repent. <laughs> <laughs> repent is right. But let real talk. So yeah, yeah. But but you sound the alarm, and I think y'all. I think we're gonna have to have you on talk about the kingdom because that's part two. To this. uh and and then you'll hear more of, of a solution with Purcell. He didn't. He didn't. Y'all. He didn't. He, he hit it hard tonight. But trust me, it's another angle to this like okay whatever happens with the kingdom preaching the kingdom versus the gospel of christ uh that's not yeah, what christ yeah, taught yeah. he didn't teach the gospel of christ he taught the kingdom that's right so percent has right. a, a, a complete campaign. different message on that where it relates to this topic so we may bring it back on i don't know yet but i just thank you for coming on y'all you all We got to bring it back like right about
4: this i look at the two of the <laughs> i'm like you got to What's the gospel <laughs> without the kingdom, or what's the kingdom without the gospel? I'm like, please talk to me.
0: So oh, yeah. I'll yep.
4: see you next week, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we <Well>, not <laughs> well, have to call you directly. Shows...
0: <laughs>
4: remember,
1: folks, we're doing shows Saturday nights eleven, Sunday nights eleven, and on Mondays early show today, eight o'clock. Again, those are Central Standard Times. I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show, and uh, thanks again, both of y'all. I'm wrapping up the show now, so I'm going to go ahead and meet y'all's line. Thank you, brothers. I really appreciate y'all's commitment tonight and, and, and what you have to share with the people.
4: No doubt. Thank you, sir. My pleasure.
1: All right. That was Percell Porcher, all the way from the state of Ohio, Cincinnati, Ohio to be exact, and, of course, I moderator for the show. He didn't moderate tonight, but normally John is the moderator for the Fosmo Stone Network. Maybe next show he'll be moderating back in the seat to moderate. I really like him moderating where I can focus on the boards and the sound and blah, blah, blah. But anyway folks, again you've been tuning to the Fosmo Stone Network. I'm Brother Seth and we've talked about this this topic. I think we did justice to it. Be led by the Spirit. Be praying for the church. It is the most powerful institution in the world. It's gonna uh, bring down the New World Order um, because we have the victor Christ. Christ. Uh, this is this final song. I always put a lot to the personal last song, folks. It's very deep, I think. Love every single one of you, and there's nothing you can do about it. See you Saturday night.
2: Come There's beauty in my brokenness. I've got you.